The Speaking Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Flemington Car and Truck Country. Best car buying experience ever online at Flemington.com. Award-winning House of Cupcakes, HouseofCupcakes.com, and Casa Gennaro's. Reservations, call 609-683-1212. Hey, everybody, and welcome to a Bill Spadia-less speaking podcast. I'm Jay Black. I'm joined by Jessica Gibson, and today... We have a very special guest on the phone in a in a very intense technological setup, uh, which is <laughs> she called Jessica's phone. We put it on speaker and we're recording on my phone because apparently uh, that's the best NJ1015 can do. We have comedian and actress, and we're, I'm going to try to get this right, uh, your last name, but I'll probably get it wrong, so correct me when I do it. Jacqueline Marfuji? Oh, my God. You killed it. I did. I got it right. I think that's because your wife's Italian. I it might be. It might be. You or had might, practice. It might just be that every every seven hundredth name I actually get it pronounced correctly, <laughs> and this was the one that happened. Uh, Jacqueline, I'm so proud of you. I I appreciate that. Finally, a woman proud of me. Yes. I think this is the first one ever. I appreciate that, Jacqueline. Uh, Jacqueline, you are calling us from lovely Los Angeles. Oh yes, I am. Although it's like. It's very gloomy here right now. I don't know if it's because I'm on the phone with you guys. I don't know what's happening, but it doesn't feel like lovely Los Angeles at the moment. It might just be the uh, the terrible weather that we here in New Jersey are having uh, actually traveling through the phone and affecting you. So I do apologize for that. Uh, <laughs> so uh, now I'm told you are New Jersey born and uh, you, you shot off to L.A. Uh, for a comedy and acting career. When, when did you leave? I did. Um, yeah, I was born in New Jersey, and I I went to college at University of Rhode Island, did all the things there, and then I what? first started acting and doing all that stuff in New York City, you know, like off, 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 off Broadway, please. Right. Actually, in, actually in Rhode Island. That's how far yeah, off exactly. uh, Broadway. <laughs> they consider it off Broadway there. Right. Um, yeah, so I did that, and I started taking acting classes at Studio Dante in New York with the cast of The Sopranos, which is what you do when you're Italian. Right, um, yeah. You know, and I did that. Uh, Michael Imperioli and a bunch of them were my acting teachers, and then randomly a friend from college asked if I would move in with her in Manhattan Beach. Her parents owned an apartment there, and when you're not from L.A., you think, that's Los Angeles. No, right. it's not. It's like live like an hour outside in Connecticut it's kind of that sort of situation um but yeah I I then I figured it out I became a sorority girl on the show Greek for a little bit oh very nice and yeah uh the rest is history I've been here for over 10 years now and how uh, did you start stand up in in New Jersey? I ask because I am a New Jersey based stand up. Uh, I'm a local comedian, according to Jessica Gibson. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know if we would have traveled in any of the same circles, or if you were strictly New York before you moved to LA. Yeah, probably not. Um, I checked out all your stuff too. You've done a lot. Congrats. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Still, for a local comic, pretty big. Yeah, every, every <laughs> once in a while, I get lucky. We got to keep them humble, Jessica. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I randomly, I was out here acting. I always loved stand-up, never thought it would be an option. Um, I was working at the Laugh Factory as honestly a cocktail server as a side job, and 
it's the best advice I could give anyone that wants to get into stand up just because that's how I met all the different stand up comics. And then a few years later, as a bucket list thing, I had always heard I loved Chelsea Handler because she's from Livingston, New Jersey. And that's where my parents went to high school. They went to school with her brother. Like, I heard that she had taken a class out here called Pretty Funny Women. And I was like, you know what? Before I turn 30, I want to do this. Took the class and then just did a showcase and started getting booked from there and then it just opened up every door and it was coincidentally at the same time I started doing do you remember when like viral like parody videos became like a big thing in the mid 2000s yes yeah uh, did you do yeah. any did I do any no I, I i i anything that was popular i steered clear of uh, not by design <laughs> just by you know a combination of my terrible life but you did you started doing uh, parody videos is that is that yeah. what happened yeah, so I was doing parody videos. They were, like, playing them on, like, KISS FM and AMP Radio out here, the L.A. stations for your 101.5. Um, and they, like, played them on the radio. Then it got picked up by a bunch of, like, websites. So I just kept doing parody videos, and then the stand-up took off kind of from that, and I would incorporate a lot of that into my stand-up. I don't do parodies in stand-up now. I think it's a little cheesy. Um but yeah. Listen, whatever gets you through the set, don't, you know, <laughs> exactly. you, you, cheesy work sometimes. Now, I, as I've done a little bit of acting, I, I would call myself 98.5% stand up and then 1.5% everything else. Uh, which, which do you like better? I mean, if at the end of the day, my daughter actually asked me this question recently gun to head. She likes the okay. idea of a gun put to my head. If there was only one thing that you could do going forward, would it be comedy or stand up and, and or excuse me uh, stand up or acting or writing or any of that stuff what would it be and you know oh. the answer is easy for me it would be stand up everything else seems secondary to that do you feel the same yeah. way or are you are you more in the the other side of the entertainment world god sophie's choice jay jesus we we come at your heart here at the speaking podcast it's it's interesting i i would have to say stand up because you can combine basically I grew up loving theater and live performance and so much of that goes into stand up and I feel like getting to connect with people every single night and one of the reasons why I got into stand up was because I remember hearing stories of like my grandmother being sick in the hospital and like the only thing she that would make her happy was watching like Robin Williams stand up and Mork and Mindy and I feel like that's like one of the perks for us as stand-ups is that we hopefully make people either forget their problems for a hot minute or we make tragedy funny and make all the really tough shit maybe a little easier to get through. So I just feel like, you know what, also doing stand-up specials and still be on TV, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the thing about stand-up, it really is like the crack cocaine of the entertainment world. Everything else is like regular cocaine cut with baby powder. It's still going to get you where you need to go, but not not the way you really want to get there. But uh, Jessica, the stand-up is just pure crystallized cocaine that you can just <laughs> ram into your lungs. It's wonderful. Uh, oh, yes. Like a bunch of improv artists that really disagree with you on that. Oh, improv people are the worst. <laughs> oh, God. Let me tell you oh, something. I have so much respect for them because it's so hard. I've tried. I've gone through UCB and Groundlings and all that shit. And man, oh, man. Jacqueline, you're a nice person. But let me tell you, they are. If if this is the military, we as stand-ups are the Marines. 
They, as improvers, are barely the Coast Guard. Barely. <laughs> and come at me, improv people. I am not afraid of you. Because I'll just throw out come a suggestion and you'll just, you know, pause while you work on it while I run away. Not, I am not a fan. I have gone against improv artists on this show. Jacqueline's oh my god, nice. I love it. She's been out of Jersey for too long. Yeah. Now, improv people, listen, improv people have it easy. Because they, if we got as few laughs as an average improver during a stand up set, we would never work again. But the fact Ever. that they're quote unquote coming up with it on the spot lets them go through like a lot of nervous titters before they get to an actual laugh. And it's a whole bunch of bullshit. And I stand by that statement. I'm not yelling <laughs> at you, Jacqueline. I'm yelling at I, an imaginary improver. We're passionate people. It's fine. Get it. I'm used to yelling. I'm predisposed for flipping tables and throwing wine glasses across. <laughs> I love it. Uh, let me ask you, what is the ultimate goal? I mean, is it to develop a sitcom around your stand-up? Is it an HBO special? I mean, like, as you're designing your career as it stands now, wh what do you want in the next five to ten years? You know, pretend I'm your manager. What What are you looking to do? Totally. Oh, my God. I Oh, Jacqueline, did oh, we, we lost you? We lost you there for a second. If you could repeat yourself. Oh, I said I love this question. It's all about me. Perfect. Yeah, we. Um, I listen. I there? get it. You're a stand-up. You're a narcissist. This is the <laughs> best thing in the world. People always go, "How do you do interviews?" And I'm like, "They ask me about me. All I'm going to do That's is talk amazing. for 45 minutes." I sometimes they go, "The interview's over," and I'll go, "No, I got nothing to do. I can just stay and keep talking." So. Yeah. No, uh, can I tell you the most narcissistic thing I've done in a while? I literally just spent the past hour on the Gradient app. Have you guys heard of that? No, oh. I don't know what that is. What's the Gradient okay. app? Okay, go download it if you want to lose an hour of your life. It's one of those stupid apps where everyone's been posting pictures. It turns your photo into like a bunch of different celebrity photos. And you could just keep changing the photo to see like which celebrity comes up. Wow. Um, I think the app hates guys because, like, my girlfriends and I have been, like, sending them back and forth. And, like, I got Gigi Hadid a bunch of times. Totally. She's a fucking supermodel. Can I curse? Oh, my God. Yes. Sorry. This is an explicit um, podcast. Yeah. I got Mila Kunis, Kylie Jenner. My boyfriend, who is, like, an Italian white boy from Jersey, got Denzel Washington. And then he got Seth Austin. Like, it's just very random. Jacqueline, is but, it fair to say that Gradient is not only a way to, to, to play around with your picture, but listening to what you just said, it also seems like it fights the patriarchy. <laughs> so if you, I... You really... If I download this, I'm kind of a feminist now. Is that? I mean, I, yes, exactly. I, I'm not on a limb here, Jessica. You're, you don't you're a have millennial. that downloaded on your phone already? Gradient? Yes. Yeah. Well, listen, I have it in a folder called feminist apps. <laughs> so that's how I take the. <laughs> Wait, I like want you guys to download it right now when I give this explanation because Jessica, you're also I've been deep stalking you for the past hour on Instagram. You're like a freaking supermodel to begin with, so I can't. I'm very excited to see who you get. And Jay, it's it's going to be a rough one for you. I already know it. Listen, <laughs> it's been a it's been a rough one for me for 43 years, Jacqueline. You know, <laughs> you don't have to double down on it. I wanted to send Jacqueline your uh, your Kelly Clarkson shaving your body video. I hadn't sent it to her. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, oh I, my God, I have to see this. I got my body waxed. Uh, I really wish I didn't see it, but now I just want to share it with other people. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, looking back on it, I should I should have just been doing mid two thousands parody videos because uh, oh getting your chest wet hair whipped. There was a moment where the lady said, 
oh my God, I don't think the wax is going to work on you in this section because it's too thick. Now does the- Oh, wow. Ugh, okay. Does the YouTube video put you in the term of like acting or comedy? Oh, that that just puts me in the term of idiot. Idiot. Right? Yeah, <laughs> attention-seeking idiot. Stunt artist. Yeah. Yes, attention whore. That's perfect. Um, what was my question? Oh, my uh, question was five to ten years. Five years, right? five years, ten years, long-term plan. What do you got? What do you got on the agenda? What do you got that you want to do? Yeah, I. I mean, I grew up like a '90s sitcom kid. Like, I grew up wanting to be Rachel on Friends. Like, that was always number one goal. And I always had really good comedic timing. I love ensemble stuff. So, a lot of my stand-up is about being an Italian Irish girl from Jersey, and like the juxtaposition between Irish, Italian, strict Catholic family. And I feel like there's nothing like that on TV right now. And there's so many people that can relate to that, or that just find those people funny. So, yeah, a sitcom about that is one of the goals i'm also writing i don't know about in new jersey but in la everyone that lives here has a million side jobs so i'm actually writing another series right now with an author abby stern um called not killing it and it's basically just about all these different side jobs and different um two best friends who are at different levels in life so that's a goal and then definitely a stand-up special and late night tv show and books and i also have a podcast called what's your jersey podcast and that is something that we're trying to turn into a talk show because it basically combines how to tell anyone what's going on with sports who knows nothing about sports while also finding out where everyone's from and how they got to where they are and it's 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 really fun and we talk current events and scandalous stuff and it's great that's awesome so it's called the uh what's your jersey podcast if someone yeah, is looking what's for your that jersey yeah i have to have you guys on when i come back to new jersey yeah well jessica and i can come on and very much know nothing about sports with you yeah perfect it's uh, that's absolutely perfect because we compare like reality stars and tv storylines to like what's happening in sports so it's great very nice do you have sports knowledge i have just see the section where we do that is called just enough so i can talk just enough sports but like don't make me go much further than a minute of sports talk um so yeah i'm like just enough with sports you know, I'm just going to say this. Judging by what I've been seeing coming out of this uh, NBA China scandal, I don't think you need to know anything to talk about sports. It actually <laughs> helps if you've recently been kicked in the head by a donkey uh, to, to have an opinion on some of this stuff. Uh, but exactly. So I'm going to say this, Jacqueline. You have no shortage of ambition, and I like that. Because you, you, I said, what do you want in the next five to ten years? And you're like, I don't know, books, a talk show, sitcom, uh, you know, just the normal <laughs> stuff. I want to be on Broadway, too. Broadway. I'd like to be yeah. an astronaut, if possible. Also, I was thinking about a, a surgeon. Maybe not a people surgeon, because i got other things to do. But a surgeon, for sure. Corps. Yeah. But you see, but that's the thing. I've, I've been talking about this a lot in therapy. Um, oh, no. Because the thing is... <laughs> this is your therapy. Yeah. So, if I could just make this about me for a moment. Uh, one of the things that yeah. I have noticed about... What I love about our world is that everybody in our world at some point 10 to 15 years ago said, ah, you know what, I'll just give it a shot. And their ambition was to do everything. And yeah. what I have found is the regular people of this world, the civilians, if you will, in the war yeah. on <laughs> comedy. Civilians. Civilians. You know, me, me and Jacqueline, we're veterans, you see. 
We, we're fighting in the trenches for your entertainment, I'll Jessica. I'll pay for my ticket over here. That's right. But the civilians, <laughs> I actually board first on Delta when they say, do we have any acting servicemen? And I go, right here, I'm making the world, yep. I'm making the world smile. Let do me get on first. Uh, they, most people don't do that. And it's like weird talking to people who like, when they say their ambition is, I don't know, barbecue this weekend. And you're just like, oh my God, that sounds awful. But they're doing the exact same thing to us. When they're like, what's yeah. your ambition? Oh, I don't know. I want to do everything. And if I don't get it, I'll hate myself. <laughs> you know? Well, I actually, I'm at the point now where I'm like jealous of people when they tell me about their weekend plans. And it's like, I think I'm just going to like, you know, go to my friend's house and like hang out. Like, I, but I don't know what that's like. Like yeah. that's. Yeah. I'm going to Tempe okay. to middle. So, you know, I got, I got a, I don't have a lot going on. <laughs> are you at the well, point? Are you at the point now, Jacqueline, where somebody goes, uh, "Oh, you know, I saw some comedy this weekend," and your first response is, "Why?" Yeah, I even I like forget like there, I whenever I have shows in Jersey, a ton of family and friends show up, and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they're gonna have to like sit through this." And I was like, "Wait, they never go to comedy shows. Like this is exciting for that. Right. That's something." Like, we're, like, dead to it and numb to it at this point. It's, uh, I, I could not gather myself to get excited about it uh, at this point to save my life. <laughs> And Although this weekend was really exciting. I never, I, I'm not going to lie. I had never seen Bill Spadia do jokes or anything. And I was like, is this guy going to be funny? I was genuinely laughing off stage. And also Mike Marino, John Bramnick, like everyone that was on the show with us, I was still genuinely laughing through jokes I had heard before. So I was pleasantly surprised. Jersey has, you know, a scene I've always considered similar to like Long Island or, or Boston in the sense that the, in order to survive here, you, you got to get chops. Maybe the chops won't get you into, uh, you know, your own talk show. But it, 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 performing on stage in Jersey is difficult if you don't have chops. So I do think Jersey oh, comics yeah. get good no, people, quickly. It's crazy because people always talk about how Los Angeles crowds, like they're so tough. It's like so much industry and like no one wants to laugh. Fuck that. It's bullshit. The toughest crowds I've found are the crowds in Jersey. Like, wow. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Like, I'm so, I, I'm doing the Hollywood Improv on Sunday. I'm so excited because it's like, oh, they're going to be fun. They're going to laugh at all my like topical social media references and entertainment jokes and stuff like that. Jersey, no one gives a fuck. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to brag, Jacqueline, but I was at the Pompton Lakes Elks Lodge this weekend. And, uh, oh my God. Killing it. I was, I, listen. I I came home. I cried in the driveway for 15 minutes, and then I went to bed. But uh, you know, anyone who has not played a room like that doesn't know what a rough room is. Oh, I can only imagine. For real, no, it's tough. Um, I'm mad that you guys weren't there this weekend. That would have been fun to actually meet you in person. I, it would have been great, but you know, I had that big gig at the Pompton Lakes Elks Lodge. I couldn't. <laughs> Watch out for that. I didn't have time. I'm a local comedian. I was drinking wine with my friends. Real difficult. Yeah. That's oh, what... man. <laughs> oh, no. So um, what's next for you? What are, what are you doing right now other than the podcast, which we want to plug yeah. again, is the uh, What's Your Jersey podcast. You can find that, Thank I assume, you. everywhere you can find a podcast. Um, exactly. <laughs> so uh, look that up. But what are you doing right now? What is what is the project uh, you're currently I'm, excited about? Where can we see you? What can we find out about you? 
yeah, I, I'm currently gearing up. Um, I'm getting ready, actually, for Sopranos Con, which is in New Jersey. Um, it's, yeah, November 23rd and 24th at the Meadowlands Complex. Uh, and it's really cool. They actually reached out to me. This is how powerful social media is. I randomly posted a picture maybe two months ago of it was all like the main male cast members of the Sopranos and they were all standing at separate urinals and De Mateo was like in the middle of them and who played Adriana on the series. You don't have to tell this guy twice who (laughs) Drea De Mateo is. Um, I posted a picture of that and all I wrote under it was what it's like to be a female comic. And I like hashtagged and tagged a bunch of Sopranos things and Sopranos Con reached out to me from that picture and they were like, Hey, we're looking for a female comic to host a few things like and so that turned into now I'm doing stand up. They're doing a whole comedy section. So I'm doing stand up at the convention and then Nikki Petito, who is an amazing James Gandolfini impressionist. Uh, we're doing Saturday Night Live style sketches, so I'm actually playing Adriana in the sketches. So right now we're writing them and getting ready for that. And I'm also getting to do just a What's Your Jersey like podcast booth, and I'm going to be interviewing a bunch of the Sopranos cast members who are at the Sopranos at, at the convention. So I'm just kind of getting ready for that, getting merch together, writing sketches, figure, just getting sponsors, just all the things. Uh, that's um, amazing. So uh, wait, that give me the dates on that and where. Can someone get tickets if they're in Jersey and they want to come see you? Yeah, no, the dates are November 23rd and 24th. And I they haven't given us our exact times like during those days, like the convention schedule for right. what we're doing. But you can just go on SopranosCon.com and the tickets are there and a lot of the schedules will be there. And you'll see all the cast members and everyone. And there's a ton of like food sponsors. I just think it's going to be so much fun. So. Absolutely, and we'll put a link in the podcast notes. And Bill, when he writes this post, we'll we'll put a link in there too, because yeah. uh, you know I didn't stalk you because as a married forty three year old, that that's not the word we would use. But I looked up your stand up, and it was fantastic. So oh, I you. would very much suggest people go out and you know Sopranos coming back big time next year with the new Sopranos prequel movie, right? Oh Newark. God, yes, Saints of Newark. Saints of Newark. Which uh, no, do you say Newark? What do you say, Nork? I say Newark. I say Nork. I say Nork. N-O-R-C-K, Nork. I say it's <laughs> Nork. Yeah. Um, and then I think I'm, I was supposed to be at Catch a Rising Star Princeton on November 8th and 9th, but I had to move the dates because I'll be in L.A. then. So we're trying to work out either me being there on the 22nd before the convention or the weekend after after the convention. So I'll be at Catch a Rising Star Princeton around that time. So go check out uh, Jacqueline at Catch a Rising Star. Go for the koi, stay for the Jacqueline. That's Are you right. staying um, in Jersey for Halloween or uh, Thanksgiving weekend? I will be. Yes, I'm, I'm actually excited. We're going. Um, have you ever heard of Tiro Senyo? It's in New York City. I think it's in the East Village. No. Um, no. It's like a members-only Italian rifle club. It's like a huge, like Italian, beautiful restaurant, and then kind, in the basement, kind of like the sh- Olive Garden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but with a shooting range in the basement. Well, so. you know, every Olive Garden has a shooting range if you try hard. <laughs> 
Oh my God. I guess I'm not VIP at the Olive Garden. Damn it. <laughs> so Sounds awesome. That's where you're going for, you're going to go shoot guns and eat Italian yeah, food for Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. Yeah. If that's not the most uh, American thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I know. It sounds, oh. saying it out loud, it actually sounds kind of scary, but it's actually really fun and protected and safe and it's like an old Italian tradition within the family. Jacqueline, so. I, I'm I'm concerned though with all that gunfire going on. How will you turn every conversation to what you're doing in LA, which is what <laughs> a comedian who's back home for Thanksgiving needs to be doing? Oh God, no! They're so sick of me. They don't need to hear anything. I don't know about you, but like I feel like once I'm like around the family, I just sit back and I let them all talk and I observe, and then I just make fun of them on stage. Uh, so I, that's actually a better approach than that's what I do, <laughs> which is kick the door open and go, that reminds me of a story when I met a famous person. <laughs> oh, see, that was probably the first like five years of me being in LA. Now they're just like over it. No one cares. Yeah. And it's, like, that's nice, Jacqueline, whatever. We don't care. And especially it's like when, when you're, you're getting things in the industry that as in the industry, you know, is a big deal but no one yeah. outside the industry knows is a big deal because they only know, like, I remember the first time I was in, like, a little crappy Lifetime movie. Um, that was the first time any of my family members was like, oh, I guess you're making it. I was like, I got paid more this weekend than I got paid yeah. to do this. Like, it's not a big deal. But they, yeah. they're looking for those signifiers of you did it. And it's, it's so frustrating. You have to get over that. I think one of... The biggest things they thought for me was I was on a few episodes of Vanderpump Rules on Bravo because I um, one of the cast members was in one of my like comedy writing troops. Basically, she asked if she could be in it for the show, which was cool. She was yeah. great. Um, and they came and filmed it. They filmed us at the Hollywood Improv. Like it was really cool. But that was like the first time people from like high school and college and the family, like it was like a bragging rights thing. And I was like, this is a reality show on Bravo. This is not like, I did not even get paid for this. Like this is not the height of my career yet. Guys. Right. Yeah. yeah. Things, things will get better from here. I hope real fast <laughs> exactly. we, before we let you go. I, I just need to yeah. ask this for me. I've seen like five or six episodes of the Vanderpump rules. Can you yeah. explain to me what it is? I, I don't know what the it's a reality show kind of like the hills I guess like yeah, these are just attractive yeah. people at a restaurant is that what I'm watching I, I mean it was what you were that's what it started out as and I I've been friends with some of the people on the show and I can honestly say they have just as much drama going on in their lives as they do on camera um isn't so that exhausting that to hang out with though <laughs> I mean, it is, but they're so in it now that, like, that's just how they function. Right. Like, that's, it's a whole nother level. Um, you can, not to plug my podcast again, but I've had most of them on my podcast, and they're so enjoyable, especially one-on-one, -on -one, because they, they actually get real and all that, and they're really fun to listen to, but it is, yeah, they started out, they were all just, like, waiters and struggling actors, models all that in LA and the show, people are just obsessed with it. And who's um, Vanderpump? Uh, she was a real housewife of Beverly Hills. She quit this year, um, but she owns Sir and just a bunch of different other restaurants. She just opened one in Vegas. And so, yeah. This is a She's this is an estrogen soaked rabbit hole that I think I'm. Oh, but guys I'm are obsessed with yeah. it. Like, no, my like straight male 
guy friends are all like on it too now. Like it's just they love to hate it. It's really funny. Well, real fast, just to bring it back, if I watch that show, will that also be fighting the patriarchy? <laughs> exactly. Very what, on brand with that. Yeah. What did you do as an ally today, Jay? Well, I played with Gradient, and then I watched Vanderpump Rules on Bravo. <laughs> Oh, my God, Jay, it's like you're living in West Hollywood with me. <laughs> well, Jacqueline, we really appreciate you coming on the show. This has been a fantastic interview. We really loved having Aww, you. Thank and you. Anytime, guys, and I can't wait to have you on mine. Absolutely. When you get into Jersey, look us up and come into Bill's show and figure I, I, I Look, I'm booking a show. I don't know if I can actually book <laughs> a show. You're welcome anytime. I'm sure you're welcome. Aww, thank uh, you, Jessica. <laughs> but we, uh, we would love to have you in and uh, have you in face-to-face and be on your podcast and have you back on our house. Amazing. You'll be hearing from me soon then. Thank you, guys. You're awesome. Thank you, Jacqueline. And uh, we will yeah. t- talk to you again soon. Check out our podcast. Uh, what's my... what? Wait, my jersey? What's your jersey? What's your jersey? What's your jersey? <laughs> and also yeah. check her out at uh, Catch a Rising Star sometime in November and yeah. uh, Soprano Con November 24, 25. Did I get that right? 23, 23rd, 24. 23. The weekend before Thanksgiving. The weekend before Thanksgiving. Go to SopranoCon.com and check out Jacqueline Marfuji online. Yes. Thank yes. you, Jacqueline. Thank you so much, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Thank right. you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. I, uh, that was great. She was, was a wonderful good. guest to I have. Like I'm her. I'm Did sorry that I didn't stop it yet. We we're still recording. Oh, okay. So I was going to say goodbye to everybody. We were going to do a half hour. Look at that. Look at Good work. Huh? I think that... Not bad. Is my timekeeping also fighting the patriarchy, Jessica? I didn't know you had such an internal clock. Uh, yeah. Oh, when you go on stage, you got to have a good internal clock. Oh, because I was thinking like with podcast versus radio interview, like you don't need to worry about commercial breaks you, or the time. You don't. But if somebody tells you to go on stage and do 30 minutes, your brain goes, we're getting off at 2948. And, okay. uh, we're, you know, <laughs> so we want to do 30 minutes and we did. And Bill will not be back next week yeah. because he's still taping. He uh, he's with Governor Christine Todd Whitman today talking about Twitter, which, uh, you know, I, I, good luck, Bill. And uh, we will both be back next week. And uh, thank you for joining the Speaking Podcast. You can find Jessica at Chasing Chasing Jess Nut. Find Bill Spadia at Bill Spadia. And go to Exit 19 Productions on YouTube to find out what I'm getting waxed off my body next. Thanks for coming. Talk to you next time. The Speaking Podcast brought to you by our friends at House of Cupcakes, serving you in Princeton, East Brunswick, Clifton, and Saudi Arabia. The winner of Cupcake Wars offers 35 different flavors, perfect for a special occasion or just a sweet treat. Houseofcupcakes.com. The Speaking Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Flemington Car and Truck Country. 16 brands of cars and trucks. I'm a loyal customer buying my last two trucks there and can tell you no one beats the deals or offers better service. Visit Flemington.com. The Speaking Podcast brought to you by our friends at Casa Gennaro's on Route 27 in Kingston. Call 609-683-1212 for reservations. They're open for dinner every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Ask for my favorite special, the Veal Spadia. Best Italian food in Jersey.